Welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Scott Cullen. Thanks for making the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, in today's episode, uh, we are going to look at the American League MVP race. Take a look at uh, the top contenders, and uh, I think we we know who is going to end up uh, winning at this stage, but uh, we'll break down uh, the contenders and then uh, look at the wildcard game between the New York Yankees uh, and the Boston Red Sox. So let's count down the uh, contenders uh, for the American League MVP this year. And we'll start with a handful of honorable mentions. We'll start with Toronto outfielder Teoscar Hernandez. Had 32 home runs, 116 RBIs, 92 runs scored, stole 12 bases, hit 296, 870 OPS. Uh, outstanding season for Teoscar Hernandez. And he is like the, the fourth or fifth most dangerous bat in the Blue Jays lineup. Uh, that uh, We will get to more of them uh, as we go through. Uh, also honorable mention, Boston third baseman Rafael Devers, who had down season. Uh, last year, and we've noticed this uh, when we went through the Cy Young uh, contenders, and then I'm sure we will uh, when we go through the MVP contenders, is that the 60-game shortened season is not exactly a great uh, evaluation of a player's ability. Uh, and, and so in the case of Devers, uh, I think really in the 60-game season, he slumped badly for the first 30, uh, came on pretty nicely for his uh, uh, second half of the season, but overall his numbers weren't great last year. Well, this year, He's got 38 home runs, 113 RBIs, 101 runs scored, hit 279 with an 890 OPS. Uh, that's the Rafael Devers. Uh, really, it's very similar to what he did uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, so back on track and one of the premier power hitters uh, in the game. Uh, also honorable mention, Houston right fielder Kyle Tucker, uh, who had 30 home runs, 92 RBIs, 83 runs scored, stole 14 bases, hit 294, had a 917 OPS. Uh, my, for for my money, Tucker was was great DFS value uh, this year. He he always seemed to be very reasonably priced uh, given his level of production. Uh, Oakland first baseman Matt Olson uh, had 39 home runs, 111 RBIs, 101 runs scored, 271 average, which for Olson that that's a relative improvement and a 911 OPS. Uh, I, I don't know that Olson. Uh, has the well-rounded game that makes you think uh, MVP, but uh, those power numbers are pretty great. Uh, and one more honorable mention, Houston second baseman Jose Altuve. Uh, 31 home runs, 83 RBIs, 117 runs scored, only swiped five bags, hit 278, 839 OPS. Uh, and really, Altuve, the past few years, has, has kind of stopped being a base dealer, uh, which diminishes his value a little bit, not not a, to a huge degree, but the fact that he's a, a strong power-hitting second baseman uh, who's put up 31 home runs, that, that doesn't uh, hurt things either. Uh, it, but, uh, you know, the batting average is down a little from from Altuve's best days. The stolen bases are down a bit. Uh, so that gets him an honorable mention, uh, not quite into the top 10. Now at number 10, we're going with Toronto shortstop Bo Bichette. Uh, Bichette had 29 home runs, 102 RBIs, 121 runs scored, 25 stolen bases in 26 attempts, hit 298. Now he only had an 828 OPS. Bo Bichette is not, not exactly eager to take a walk. Uh, but uh, on the whole... Uh, Bo Bichette was a real difference maker for Toronto and still only the third best uh, bat in their lineup. Uh, so um, at number nine, we've got Tampa Bay second baseman Brandon Lau. Uh, Lau only hit 247 and still had 39 home runs, 99 RBIs, 97 runs scored, stole seven bases, 863 OPS, which when you consider he's only hitting 247, that's uh, uh, making the most, uh, I guess, of his opportunities at the plate. And so uh, 
Tampa Bay, strangely enough, they're they're not a, a team that has a, a loaded lineup in terms of uh, big offensive producers. But Lau hitting 39 home runs at second base that uh, that qualifies. Uh, at number eight, we've got Boston shortstop Xander Bogarts, uh, who had 23 home runs, 79 RBI, 79 RBIs, 90 runs scored, hit 295, 863 OPS, and really Bogarts is strong, steady, well above average, but maybe not quite outstanding enough. Uh, to be uh, right up with the uh, the uh, top MVP candidates. This, this is not a, a season to complain about by any stretch, but uh, you'll see that the numbers of the uh, the top contenders will be even better uh, than Xander Bogarts. At number seven, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins. And this is, this is where we note that this is an individual award, uh, so we're not uh, voting based on team success or lack thereof, because obviously <laughs> Cedric Mullins uh, uh, can't save the Baltimore Orioles all by himself. But, although he tried. Uh, this year he had 30 home runs, 59 RBIs, 91 runs scored, stole 30 bases, hit 291, 878 OPS, um, and you know it's really it's not easy to hit 30 home runs and only drive in 59. Uh, but uh, that that kind of tells you what's going on uh, with the Orioles. They're not giving him great opportunities. Uh, but I mean, what are we complaining about? The guy just had a 30-30 season uh, and kind of effectively out of nowhere. It's not as though. Mullins came into the season with huge expectations, so uh, big credit to him. Uh, and number six, Houston shortstop Carlos Correa, who has 26 home runs, 92 RBIs, 104 runs scored, hit 279, 850 OPS. Uh, really, that's a fantastic uh, middle infield combination there in Houston between uh, uh, Correa and Altuve. Uh, and so uh, that takes us through uh, to the top six. Uh, when we uh, continue, we will get into the top five, uh, look at uh, the odds coming into the season as opposed to where they are now, uh, and then a look at the, the Yankees and Red Sox wildcard game. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That is more money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So now let's continue uh, with the American League MVP countdown into the top five. And at number five, we got Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge. Judge had 39 home runs, 98 RBIs, 89 runs scored, six stolen bases, hit 287 with a 916 OPS. He stayed healthy, played 148 games, his, uh, his most since his Rookie of the Year campaign in 2017. Uh, and so, I mean, that, that was always the question uh, with the Yankees is Judge and Stanton are uh, massive impact players when they can stay in the lineup, and they've really had a hard time doing that. Uh, this year, uh, Aaron Judge uh, stayed in the lineup and was productive enough to, to be uh, among the top five here for the American League MVP. Number four, Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez. 
not really a surprise because Ramirez, uh, from fantasy terms, is, is one of the uh, top handful of players, maybe top half dozen players coming into the season uh, and he puts up numbers even though the uh, the Indians weren't in contention this year uh, Ramirez had 36 home runs 103 RBIs 111 runs scored stole 27 bases now he only hit 266 but uh, that, that's like the the slightest uh, blemish on his record he had an 893 OPS uh, just a, a a superstar player who has uh, delivered top tier results for about four years running now uh, at number three got Toronto Blue Jays second baseman Marcus Semien and boy the Blue Jays uh, took a bit of a gamble here on, on Semien after he had a, a tough season with the uh, Oakland A's in 2020 and wow uh, Semien 45 home runs 102 RBIs 115 runs scored stole 15 bases in 16 attempts hit 265 873 OPS uh, and now Semien for his part it, it, it sounds like he wants to play uh, shortstop uh, again because uh, he shifted over to second base uh, for the Blue Jays uh, but man, he, he provided just outstanding value uh, for Toronto, give, putting up those numbers at second base. Uh, and so uh, that gets him here into the top three, uh, and it makes him the second uh, most valuable player on his team because number two is Blue Jays' first baseman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, and this is a season that uh, could, could very well have been an MVP season. 48 home runs, 111 RBIs, 123 runs scored to lead the American League, a 311 batting average, 1,002 OPS again to lead the American League. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's a monster season. Uh, 6.7 war on fan graphs. It just outstanding, amazing production for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. What could he have done better? I mean, I guess he could have stolen more bases, but please, uh, we're not... <laughs> the, the, really, the difference here between Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and the guy who finished first is that Guerrero Jr. didn't uh, didn't pitch uh, on a regular basis. And so the, you couldn't have asked for anything more out of Guerrero Jr. He, he I, I would say, finally lived up to expectations, but we're only a couple years in. The guy's 22 years old. Uh, so it's not really finally, but he has started to live up to the lofty expectations that he had uh, coming into the major leagues. That brings us to number one. It's Shohei Otani. Uh, and why not? I mean, 46 home runs, 100 RBIs, 103 runs scored, stole 26 bases. Now, he also got caught stealing 10 times, so maybe not the most judicious uh, base runner. Had a 257 average and a 965 OPS. Now, that, that all sounds great. Add that to a 9-2 and two record, 3.180 ERA, 1.09 whip, 10.8 strikeouts per nine and 23 starts as a pitcher. Uh, and when we talked about the American League Cy Young, uh, I mentioned that Otani... Uh, I mean, he was pitching like a Cy Young uh, caliber pitcher, just he didn't have quite a, uh, as heavy a workload. I mean, he started 23 games, a little over 130 innings, and, and that's fine, uh, but that, that's kind of the difference, really, uh, that uh, separates uh, the, the top pitchers from Shohei Otani. But uh, when you add it to uh, Otani's hitting, well, now you've... Uh, that that's the separator is that you know there there just aren't other players who have, have the ability to add that kind of value uh in addition to you know this huge track record as a hitter uh but combined uh between pitching and hitting uh Otani's got a war of 8.1 on Fangraphs i mean that's just it's absurd and, and we just we haven't seen uh a, a player uh handle this kind of uh dual role uh, you know it, it's you talk about you know these these pitchers who who have a little bit of success at the plate and well that that's a uh, ends up being kind of a cute story because they're not they're not at the plate very often uh, and 
and it's fun when position players go in, go into pitch and, and maybe show you a little something. Uh, but what, what do you do when you've got a, a guy who's challenging for the home run lead uh, when he's at the plate? Uh, and then on the other hand, he's, he's pitching uh, like a Cy Young contender uh, when he's on the mound. Uh, it's just, it's absurd. Uh, and so uh, because his season was so absurd, uh, Shohei Otani uh, is the deserving uh, favorite uh, for the American League uh, MVP. And uh, I, I don't know that I would want to count on it happening again uh, next season, but uh, he's uh, certainly done his part uh, this year to really bounce back because, I mean, he's had some injuries and, and last season wasn't very effective. Again, shortened season. Uh, but uh, Otani has now uh, climbed up and is, you know, the the likely American League MVP, but also kind of elevates back to superstar status that uh, maybe, maybe had faded a little bit uh, in the previous couple of seasons. So uh, we will continue. We will look at the favorites uh, entering the season and kind of see what happened uh, with them. Uh, and then uh, we will look at the Yankees and Red Sox wildcard game. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. And with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, baseball, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, when we talked about... uh, the Cy Young Awards and, and the favorites coming into the season uh, and where they ended up, it, one of the things that sort of stood out is that injuries are you know a huge part of whether a player is going to be eligible uh, for an award. And, and certainly uh, my perspective is that it's much more difficult for pitchers uh, to navigate through a, a full major league season because if, uh, if a hitter misses 10 or 12 games, that's it, fine. The guys are going to miss uh, occasional games. But if you're if you're a pitcher and you happen to miss a handful of starts, well, that really starts to cost you relative to um, to your competition. Uh, and so, uh, you, as we'll see here, uh, kind of the top contenders coming into the season, uh, well, naturally, the Angels center fielder Mike Trout. Uh, Trout was a prohibitive favorite. He was plus 233 uh, going against the, the entire American League uh, that uh, he was that, that heavily favored uh, to win the American League MVP. But injury uh, sabotaged Mike Trout's season, and so he was not in the running. Uh, second to Mike Trout was Houston Astros third baseman Alex Bregman, uh, who was plus uh, 1,000. And, and, you know, the 10 to 1 odds are still relatively low, uh, and and Bregman uh, also injured for a good portion of this season. He's not in contention. Um, so who else of the contenders um, had an early uh, low odds? Well, there's Aaron Judge, uh, who I said is probably about a top 5 candidate this year. He was 12 to 1 uh, coming into this season. Jose Ramirez, as I mentioned, consistent, uh, production, uh, at an elite level. Uh, he was, you know, plus 1350. So 27 to two, uh, odds there. Uh, Shohei Otani. Now Otani, uh, I, I will say this is lower than I would have expected coming into the season, but maybe there was some optimism uh, through spring training that he was pitching, uh, I guess, up to expectations. Uh, but Otani was plus 2350 uh, coming into the season, you know, 47 to two. And, and while that might seem like, you know, 
fairly long odds. Remember, he hit like 190 last year. Uh, so to, to think that, oh yes, he, he was going to be the best player uh, in the American League, was uh, that took some optimism. Uh, who else do we have? Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, who was 30-1 to 1, uh, coming into the season, uh, plus 3,000. Rafael Devers was 35-1. to 1. Uh, Matt Olsen and, uh, and Tampa Bay's Randy Arozarena were both 50-1. to 1. Uh, And then Toronto second baseman Marcus Semien, as I said, coming off a down season uh, in 2020, Semien was 60 to 1. Um, And so would have been uh, big value there. Uh, But really, Otani at at plus 2350, there was was value to be had. uh, And uh, if you managed managed to uh, forecast that uh, Shohei Otani was going to have this miracle season like we haven't seen in our lifetimes, then uh, good on you. You deserve it. Uh, So uh, let's go take a look at... uh, the wild card game in the American League. We've got the New York Yankees with Garrett Cole on the mound. Uh, on betonline.ag, it's minus 135. Yankees are favored uh, at Boston with Nathan Eovaldi uh, on the mound. And and uh, when we did the American League Cy Young uh, rankings, I guess, uh, Cole was second. Uh, now he's slumped down the stretch here. Uh, but Eovaldi uh, was actually su- somewhat surprisingly, I guess, in the top 10 as well. Um, you know, very strong underlying numbers from Nathan Eovaldi. Uh, and so I guess the, the issue here is Cole, while he might have uh, strong overall numbers, his past three starts, he has a 7.64 ERA. Uh, so slumping at maybe the worst time, uh, that's his highest ERA in a three-start span uh, going since 2017. So, you know, be, beware of the recent trend, I guess, on Garrett Cole. But at the same time, the Yankees are on a six-game winning streak uh, against the Red Sox. Uh, and... Um, that includes they've, they've won four of the past five games at Fenway Park in Boston. And when uh, there was uncertainty about who was going to be playing uh, who in the wild card uh, when you know, there, were, there was a chance for massive chaos uh, and the Yankees got to choose their uh, opponent uh, for a tiebreaker game, uh, they uh, selected the Red Sox. Uh, and so <laughs> whether they just liked the drama or whether they felt they would have a better shot against the Red Sox than, say, the Blue Jays, well, I, I think that they probably like their chances against Boston uh, a little bit better. Now, uh, I, I don't love, you know, the Yankees' favorite here, uh, taking taking those odds where you have to pay a premium. Like if, if the Yankees were, you know, closer to even uh, money, that might uh, might be a little more appealing. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's go grab a few DFS value uh, plays for today. Uh, if you're interested, uh, Boston third baseman Rafael Devers, he's 5 for 21 in his career against Garrett Cole, but three home runs. Uh, and that's uh, could could be a difference maker. And Yankees DH Giancarlo Stanton is nine for thirty with a couple of home runs in his career uh, against Nathan Eovaldi, a couple of former Marlins. Uh, and then maybe the the most fascinating note is that uh, Danny Santana, who is not on the Red Sox wild card roster, is nine for fourteen with a fifteen seventy two OPS uh, in his career uh, against Garrett Cole. So maybe the Yankees dodged a bit of a bullet there uh, that Danny Santana is not uh, available. Uh, but that will do it. Uh, for today. Enjoy the games. Uh, you can also check out the Locked on Fantasy Hockey podcast as we uh, get prepared for the new season. Uh, but listen to both podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for making the Locked on Fantasy Baseball podcast your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen Locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues pe- past and present. It's free and available on all platforms.